Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to a, another uh, edition, another episode of Troy Talks Podcast. Uh, I am your host, uh, Troy Holt. Uh, I want to say thank you for listening in and tuning in, and I appreciate uh, your support. Uh, you can uh, please, uh, when you this podcast episode come out, please listen, download, and share. Um, my special guest today, uh, he is... Uh, has been uh, sold rather uh, over a million dollars in sales and industries, including financial services, technology, technology, agriculture, uh, sales coach, and uh, and also a game-changing trainer to top producers. He has learned a one universal truth that has been the key to his success, and that key. You know what? I'm going to hold on that before we, we talk about COVID because this is probably going to be what centers around this particular uh, conversation. Uh, he's located up in uh, the great state of Minnesota. We talked a little bit about that, uh, how it's not humid there. Uh, but I want to present to some and introduce to others, Joe Powell. Joe, thank you for joining me on this edition of Troy Talks. Troy, appreciate, appreciate your introductions and thanks for being here. Look, looking forward you, to it. You're welcome. So, so, Joe, let's start. Let's dive in with the number one. Let me make sure I get it right here. Uh, the number one key has been to your success. Uh, I have the answer here, uh, but I want you to explain. Tell us and explain why is that has been the number one key to your success. Well, it's based on the premise that. In sales, there's two sales need to have happen. There's mm -hmm. a logical sale. Okay. There's an emotional sale. Yes. We all know they're both important. Mm -hmm. But when we dig in, the emotional sale makes them happen, makes things happen. We understand that principle. But the logical sale confirms that I'm not diminishing its importance. But if you do not get people emotionally engaged, they're not going to take the next step. And Maybe a, a better example, and I think one that you've been through, I've been through, all, all your listeners have been through, is we go out and we have these sales calls. It's just a great sales call. Mm -hmm. On a scale of one to 10, it's a 10. Let's just say hypothetically, it's before COVID, and you're sitting in the lobby, not the corner of your eye, see two people walk down. Mm -hmm. One of them happens to be your neighbor. The other one's a person you're going to meet the first time. Mm -hmm. It's a nice bump in rapport. And you start talking to your neighbor and says, you're not working with Palo. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you continue into the room and you're, and you're, it's still going well, you're established rapport. You look at the fish on the wall and you see the picture next to it of his golfing buddies. It's your buddy from eighth grade. Right. And you talk about that Yahoo and it just right. rolls. He's laughing at your jokes. He's asking questions. It's like a Norman Rockwell fire. It's just a great meeting. And it ends with, can you come back in two weeks? I'd like to see a proposal. We've had those meetings, right? Right. Okay. Then we come back two weeks later. And we're last minute, we're getting everything ready because we're salespeople. And even though we had two weeks, we wait to the last minute to finish the proposal. Right. The voicemail and says, Joe, hey, I got a kid who's homesick. Uh, mm -hmm. Can we do it in two weeks? Uh, I'll just plan on that. Thanks, buddy. And you're like, fine. Okay. He called me, buddy. It's mm -hmm. just two weeks, not a big deal. Another two weeks go by and you're getting ready again. And he says, Joe, now I'm sick. Get to mm -hmm. call my, I'll shoot him on vacation. Call my admin side of a time. It takes you a month to get back in. Mm -hmm. And this time we're coming back in and his admin walks down the hall and he goes, Hey, Joe, uh, I got to finish this email two seconds. And you hear 30 seconds of typing. And he says, okay, two things. I got called across town. We have to cut this a little bit short Two, mm -hmm. let's see what you got. Mm -hmm. And you jump into that meeting and it's different. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
you're sitting on a block of ice versus that warm, cozy feeling. And his arms are crossed and he's looking at his computer. Now he's looking at his watch. He's not laughing at jokes. You walk out of there with, call me in six months. And we never get back into him. Um, that's the problem. We think what's happening at that second meeting. The problem is the first meeting. Um, my book, How to Sell Nothing, we talk about that relationship. And I said, the sales, two things need to happen. There's a logical sale and the logical bucket, which is filled with my voice. I'm the expert. There's an emotional sale, the emotional bucket, which is filled with their voice. Talk about the buckets. The logical bucket, it's finite. You have a bucket of water and it's full. You can't put any more water in it. You have a client who's logically sold. The biggest mistake we come back in is sell logic when they're already full. The emotional bucket, that has holes in it. Emotions are weird and fickle things and they change. They don't make sense. That first meeting, that emotional bucket was filled because you knew my neighbor or my buddy from eighth grade. It had very little to do with what I'm saying, but it's a relationship. When I came back in a month later, he asked for the proposal and I gave it to him. I would have better served saying, well, before we do that, why is this important? In other words, his emotional bucket is empty at the second meeting. And I strive to never the coach, teach, speak, or train until I get them emotionally engaged. Now, I threw a lot at you. Sorry about that. I got, no, 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 I got no, 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 excited no. about this. No, no, no. I can, I can tell that. So, but, 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 you know, I like this. I enjoy this. So a couple of questions running through my mind. So the first question is, uh, what could he have done in between when the, he got sick, the kid got sick to keep the emotional, emotional connection going? Uh, I guess it's not really the timing. Uh, I am a, right. uh, even though we're, we're virtual, but face to face that interaction, I don't think we can generate as much emotion by email or connections. We can do something just to keep our memory jogger, but we're not mm-hmm. going to do much with the emotional, mm-hmm. uh, filling up that emotional bucket. It'd be a better answer to your question in between. I don't know if we can do much, but when we got there at the second meeting, mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to focus. Okay. I was talking to you said, Troy, we talked about a lot of things last time mm-hmm. and you were talking about this problem. Tell me about that. Okay. Whatever you're saying, that's filling up that emotional bucket. Okay. Okay. So basically, if I'm understanding you correctly, the, se- the second meeting, you're going to come- go back to what he discussed in, pre- in the first meeting and say, hey, tell me more about that. You want to get, as you can say, uh, the first bucket was me doing basically all the talking and, and communicating. Right. But the second bucket... I'm going to ask questions and listen. It's it's correct. And it's filling up their emotional bucket mm-hmm. is a process that, that I coach on. It's it's called dig in questions. Dig okay. in. You get a question and you dig in. It's basically, they say a what? I want to know why is that? And why is that? And why is that? That's where my mind's going. Why is that? And why is that? And you can't say that because that's kind of creepy and weird. <laughs> so digging questions is just different ways of saying that. It's like, how so? That's a digging question. Well, what do you mean? That's another one. Give me an example. Yeah. What else? Tell me more about that. What does that yeah. look like? Right. I can ask digging question after digging question. Cause again, it's his voice mm-hmm. filling up that emotional bucket and they right. won't go forward. I'm not going to close until I get them emotionally engaged. So digging, <laughs> what do you mean? How so? Give me an example. What else? 
And, and, and Joe, so with that, what you just said is, is you just basically asking more of the last answer that they gave you. Absolutely. And, and, and digging, dig, uh, uh, digging. When do you, when do you eventually cut it off? It's well, you're asking questions, Trackle. Is this making sense? And if, if they're saying it, mm-hmm. I'm confident I can close. I'm going to know. Yeah. And when, once they're full, and if we've got them logically sold, then mm-hmm. here's the next step. You go right into your close. And, and let's maybe say it like this Doctors can't fix you until you tell them how or why. Great. We're not going to take their prescription until we've spoken enough about our ailments. If they don't know what's wrong, we're not going to take their prescription. So doctors can't fix you until you tell them how or why. Well, I can't sell anyone until they tell me how or why. So you answer your question, how do you know? Once they've told me what they want and why they want it, then I know. Then I can close. Now, I, I love this, Joe, because this is you know something you just said. So periodically on LinkedIn, I talk about this subject. One of my biggest pet peeves is on LinkedIn, I get a message we connect and then I get a pitch. Yep. <laughs> and so uh, some people I've tried to help and I try to explain to them. It's just like a doctor. I said, look, I said, if you go to a doctor and you have, um, uh, and you're going there for a headache and then the doctor put out a prescription uh, for uh, metformin, which is a diabetic medication. It's whole oh, wait, doc. Uh, uh, you, you prescribe it before diagnosing. That's medical malpractice. Yep. Salespeople do that all the time. We pro- sales malpractice is what Yeah, sales malpractice. Yeah, yeah, sure. all the time. Uh, because we don't, you know, diagnose. I had, the other day I asked someone, someone messaged me uh, about, uh, I can't remember, was it health or life? And that's my, my area. So I'm licensed for both. So I came back and asked her, I said, did you read my profile? <laughs> you know, I didn't get a response because I'm in that arena. But if he had... We had had a conversation, build a relationship. That emotional a bucket, he might want to find out. Oh, oh, you in the same industry, you know. Right. Uh, uh, so, Joe, let's talk about that. What happens with the people that does the diagnosis, and what happens to the people that don't? Well, I also believe that in sales, whoever's talking is buying. In a selling situation. If I am trying to sell you and I am talking more than you are, I am literally buying your objections. I flipped that around. Yo, that's a, that's a mic drop. That's a nugget. Say that again. (laughs) In sales, whoever is talking is buying. In a selling situation, Mm -hmm. if I am talking more than you are, I am Mm -hmm. literally buying your objections. If I get you talking more than me, you're buying whatever's in my bag. It's verbal. We have to say it. So, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me make sure I'm understanding too. Right? This mic drop, so I'll make sure I'm clear. So, if I'm doing all the talking, I'm buying. Yeah. But if if the if the client is doing all the talking, they're the they're buying. Exactly. And then you, you what 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 took me here? I I remember uh, Boiler Room, the movie. And 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 uh, what's his name? Married to J Lo, uh, Ben Affleck. He said. Every time you're on the phone, the sale is made. They either close you or you either close them. That what made me t- when you just said that made me go there. So I gotta remember now, Joe, that 
if I'm talking too much, I'm buying and not the client. I got to say that that that's that's a real real big nugget for me. Uh, so with that being said, if I find that I'm talking too much, what should I do? Well, let's go back to asking questions. Let's just go back in and there's a. Uh, 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 I have a, a download. It's convertsalesfaster.com. It's a free download, but there's a process that I, that I go through. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's earning. We have to earn the right to ask for the next step in sales. Okay. And in sales, we have a plan. Just like mm -hmm. battles. We have battle plans. We think it's mm -hmm. going to go. As soon as the battle starts, you throw it out the window. Mm -hmm. Same as sales. We have a sales plan. As soon as the sales meeting starts, mm -hmm. you throw it out the window. But this mm -hmm. earning allows to be flexible. And it's just mm -hmm. a couple of steps. And it walks you through to get them talking. Mm -hmm. And okay. who's talking is buying. Yeah. It just stands for, I need to evaluate their current reality. Okay. That's your data gather, your fact finder. Mm -hmm. You have to ask enough questions. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm making an app, a similar comparison, apples to apples, mm -hmm. I have to ask enough questions so I know what type of apples you have. Right. If I'm showing you something different, apples to oranges, I still need to ask enough questions so I know what type of apples you have. So that's yeah. the E, evaluate their current reality. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of salespeople do that part. The A, and again, it's earning, mm -hmm. is I ask, what are the advantages of you working with your current vendor? Okay. Okay. And I get pushback. I'm like, Joe, I don't like asking that because I'm like talking them into staying with their current guy. Mm -hmm. And I love asking that for a couple of reasons. Because first, no one else does it. I get different results because I do things differently. Yeah. Second, it screens confidence. I'm asking, why do they like their competitor? And that's a good spot to be in. Sales are given to confident people. But the big reason, they're literally telling me they're hot buttons. Correct. Because they're Whatever telling they you. like, right. I got to yeah. have that too. I'm going to close on five weeks, right. five months, or, 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 or five days. Or you may know something that the competitor has that they didn't mention that they don't like. Yep. Uh, so it, it's kind of giving you, I guess you could say ammunition. I like to use that term. Uh, but, 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 but I guess it, it, it's giving you that. And it is confidence in, you know, what is it you like about uh, your competitor. To, to me, it's just giving you more, more data. Absolutely. Well, doctors can't fix you until you tell them how or why. It's the same Correct. piece. Correct. But the question, how do you keep them talking is just mm -hmm. asking the questions. Mm -hmm. The EA, uh, 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 the E and the A's advantages are, we're doing earning, revise. Mm -hmm. What do they want to change? Okay. This is the major reason why they're going to go forward. I don't okay. lead off with it. Mm -hmm. I want to ask these other questions first, but they're not, if I'm sitting down talking to someone, they have a problem. They need to grow. Otherwise, I would not be there. We're too busy. Right. That's the EAR, the N. Mm -hmm. Who can say no? Mm -hmm. Who else needs to be involved? Who are the mm -hmm. other decision makers? And sometimes, if properly, I will back out of a presentation if I can and not go there unless I have everybody in the room. Sometimes you can't, but it's that important. I want to know who's there. So it's E-A-R-N. Okay. I well, is a big okay. I'm sorry. Now, now it's earnings or earn? Earning. Earning. Okay. Earning. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, the I, and this is a big piece, mm -hmm. interpret back what you just heard. I'll say, Troy, if it's if I can, just for a minute, I'm going to take a few minutes and just kind of debrief what I just heard. Is that all right? And they'll say yes, and go on a rant and literally repeat back what they just said. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, crap, Paolo, you said it better than I did. Yeah. Mentally, I'm on their side of the table. Mm -hmm. like, this guy gets me. I like him. Someone's yeah. listening to me. I have not even started selling. Yeah. And then the second end, nothing. What if nothing changes? Because that gets a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. And whatever they say, because they're going to give me fluff, I'll say, mm -hmm. what else? 
I want them really thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And then the G is the gain. If they fix this, if you fix this problem, you got two hours of your week, what are you going to do with those two hours? Mm -hmm. And it's the earning process. That's how I keep them talking. And you sprinkle in with the digging questions through the whole way through. Mm -hmm. You pretty much got a person sitting there telling you what they want and why they want it. Just sell that. It's selling nothing. It's the essence of my book, how to sell nothing. I love the, I love the title of it. Now, 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 now Joe, uh, uh, you, you really got me excited. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> this, this is my kind of stuff because I'm learning myself. Uh, and some things that I do do, some things I need to do better. So uh, I wanted to ask, okay, with uh, the the first in, no. So with that in, let's say like me, I deal with a lot of individual uh, uh, in the financial services, some uh, business, but individual. So uh, we've been trained, do not, uh, do not, uh, <laughs> If, if having a plumber without, if there's a spouse, make sure they both there. Correct. Uh, and is that your kind of concept also? You, whoever the decision makers there, you want them both there uh, because we, they can use it as an excuse or uh, a smokescreen. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I try to find out who are the decision makers mm -hmm. um, and you do get trapped. Mm -hmm. It does, They do push it. No, I take care of all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, let's look at that. That's kind of an objection. Mm -hmm. Saying, well, just curious, mm -hmm. why do you want to get insurance anyway? Let's just use your example. Well, mm -hmm. I want to make sure my wife's taking care of and the kids and their school. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, that's kind of why I'd like to have her here. I just gotcha. use his reasons right. to come back with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that no, if I don't have it there, uh, I may go right up and maybe talk to him, but not give him the, the price if I yeah. can. You got to be respectful and do it appropriately. Yeah, right. But, Correct. Because right. if we don't, then someone who's not an expert on my product, is going to go sell that to the other, the other person. And yeah. they're not an expert on me and they're going to try to sell me. We're, but lose, lose. And also to, to your point, what I'm learning that someone else said is that in my industry, if the spouse, let's say it's a husband, the spouse passed, the wife doesn't know anything was going on. And so by her being in, the, in, in that, she'll kind of know and have an idea of something happened, who to contact and such and such. So, so I, I, I really uh, agree with that. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, drop some more nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just kind of what I do. <laughs> it comes out. The part is, is if we were to record that conversation, let's just say I'm selling you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going through the earning piece and I'm step, I'm on point and I'm on my game and I'm asking dig in question followed by dig in question mm -hmm. followed by digging question. And I recorded that whole conversation. Mm -hmm. Then we came back to your office and we played it back, mm -hmm. but we edited out my voice. Mm -hmm. You know what you'd have left? You'd have a person sitting in a room saying what's important to them, what they want, they need to help with, what they need mm -hmm. fixed, why they want it. You don't even have to be good. Just sell that. Yeah, that's it. It's that yeah. it's the essence of selling nothing. They just told you how to sell them. So let me let me let me ask a couple of things. So number one is what percentage of that 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 particular uh, dialogue should be them speaking and me of that? Is it is it 80, 20, 80 percent them, 20 percent me? You know, that's a, that's a great question. I have to think about it. I think. Uh, maybe before I give you a number, majority mm -hmm. of my speaking is mm -hmm. questions. Okay. Doctors can't fix you. 
until you mm-hmm. tell them I can't yeah. sell you. So mm-hmm. that's the majority of my speaking mm-hmm. up until maybe three quarters of the way through the, the sales call through the meeting. Okay. Then once it starts, then I can start talking about my product and how good and great and wonderful mm-hmm. it is, but it's now going to be tailored to whatever they need. Yeah. Now I, I should say too, this works in the one-on-one selling situations. Also, yeah. this same process works in the longer selling cycles. It's just repeated multiple times. Got it. Okay. I have to do that. So there is, it's not just a one call close. It's the same principles yeah. work. It's the relationship that them saying what they want. The power is in their voice because their voice fills up that emotional bucket. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, like I said, if you keep asking what else, you know, or, or can you give me a little bit more explain to me, let me, let me make sure. And, and, and I like the, the drive through uh, method, the conversation you repeating back what they, <laughs> what they said to them. So you're making sure you're clear, and if not, okay, uh, that's not what I'm hearing. Uh, okay, can you can you go over it again? Uh, but but with that, I, I think uh, you end up like you said. Do you? Well, let me ask you this: Have you ever had someone that you do all that, and then I got so many questions. Okay. <laughs> let me ask this question: Is what's the difference between them asking a question? And you 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 going through the process. Them asking a question and an objection is it's the is are them asking a question buying signals or are they objections? Well, here's a piece that I coach on, and I think it'll answer that because we really don't know. But if someone asks a question, Joe, do you do executive level coaching? Mm-hmm. Most people say, Yeah, I do it all the time. I did it yesterday. It's what I specialize in. I if I get a question. I'm thinking, well, why did they ask that? Okay. You go back. If, if if they ask a question, I'm thinking mm-hmm. something happened in their past that caused them to ask that question. Mm-hmm. I want to know what that is before I answer it because my answers are so much better. Yeah. Then I'm going to be able to tell if it's a true question and mm-hmm. I'm going to be really knocking out of the park as far as my answer because it's tailored to them mm-hmm. or if it's an objection. So, in other words, what they ask is important. I really don't want to answer it and I tell, until I know, until they tell me why mm-hmm. they asked it. So would you say, hey, uh, I don't mind asking a question, but do you mind me asking a couple more questions so make, so I make sure I'm understanding? Hey, Joe, uh, may I ask, you know, what is your experience? Uh, what's your reason about asking that question? Sure. I would say just for clarity, I want to make sure I answer your question the right way. Mm-hmm. What caused you to ask that? Okay. It's just being very transparent and saying what you're thinking. Yeah. And then you may, you may be more follow-up even after they of, you know, more digging, uh, as we, as we, as you call it, uh, after they answer the question, uh, and then you maybe five questions in, you get an answer. Then you might say, okay, based on what you told me, yes. Or it may be, uh, yes and no, I do do that, but I may, uh, I think I, I have somebody else that may fit you better. Yeah. If, if, if it's, if we've gone through this process, my job is to get them emotionally engaged. Mm-hmm. I'm, don't close until I get them there. Why? They're not going to go forward. So th- it doesn't make sense. That's my job as a salesperson to do that. Gotcha. So, so, so Joe, so, so what, what I'm saying is, what my question here is, more salespeople need to focus on the emotional by asking the questions. The questions is going to give them the answers to help tailor whatever the the uh solution is 
because they've told you what they want. And if and you bring the right, why they want it, and you bring the solution, and then they they balk at it, whatever the reason is, you can come back and say, Well, we just well, let me let me let me understand correctly. You know, we discussed this, 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 this. Am I missing something? What did I miss? Yep. Uh, can you give me some clarity here? Am I am I right on that? No, you're spot on. It, it's 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 right there, and it just yeah. rolls right into your clothes. Here's mm-hmm. your next step. We need to get this done, or whatever the piece is. Mm-hmm. You're there, and your confidence when closing. If mm-hmm. you want to blow up your numbers, this process mm-hmm. does it because they just told you what you want and why. You're just yeah. selling that. It's their words. Right. I mean, I, again, as far as with sales, you don't have to be good anymore. Just do that. Do that. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Joe. You don't have to be good. Just do that. So let me ask you this question. What is the process to get the appointment okay. before you get into the earning? That's the biggest piece, I think, that's that's holding back sales as most people, I, I need some more, they don't have as much of a problem selling. They have a problem. They're not selling. Mm-hmm. And I'm referral based mm-hmm. up until two months ago. I've been doing this for seven years. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a website. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a lead page. Didn't do podcasts. This is my ninth podcast. I think I've done right. Just opening up just, I didn't even have Facebook. no social media either. Right. <laughs> Nothing about LinkedIn, but I didn't use it. Yeah. But my business was 100% referral based. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how you get in. Gotcha. I think that within inside of two months, you should never make another cold call again. Yeah. You know, the people, the clients are there. Mm-hmm. You have the relationship. That's how you draft off of that relationship and they introduce you to it. Yeah. That's a whole nother process of uh, mm-hmm. a whole, that's like two chapters in, in the book, but it's referral yeah. piece. That's where the, it needs to happen. That's how you keep growing. Referrals. Referrals. Yep. Now, is there a process that you have uh, to obtain the referrals? Now, do you do it? So is your process, do you ask or bring up doing early in the meeting or you wait till you have closed the deal? Referrals are given to people. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. I've had a, a client, um, this was years ago, I used to work for Tom James. I sold custom suits. Okay. I went out and pitched an individual, uh, uh, Lutheran brother, it's now Thrive mm-hmm. and Financial, mm-hmm. and said no to me. Mm-hmm. He gave me four referrals. Mm-hmm. 18 months later, I had 80 clients at Thrive and Financial from a no. Wow. He liked me. It's he a relationship. You. Yeah. Now you asked about the process. A real quick example of that. Referrals are like a sale. Mm-hmm. Let's treat it like that. Mm-hmm. If I was going to talk to you, I'll, I'll jump in the role play and just say that you're my client. We've worked with you for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Hey, Troy, just curious. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've worked together for a while, but we've taken care of this problem, taking care of your insurance. We help the kids out with, uh, uh, make sure they can go to school and we have uh, uh, some investment plans for you. Want to get some feedback. What are some things you've liked about working with me or my team? Mm-hmm. And you're going to say one or two things. I'm going to ask what else? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. What I'm doing is I'm asking you, what do you like about working with me? Cause mm-hmm. that those words are going to go into another bucket called those things. It's an imaginary bucket mm-hmm. filled with your voice mm-hmm. saying why you like working with me or what we've done. That mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. That's out there first. Mm-hmm. My referral ask is who are three people who would appreciate those things? Got it. That's one. I mean, you have to have a couple closes, but that's yeah. a simplified referral ask. Mm-hmm. Get them to say what they like about you mm-hmm. or your team. What have you done? And you may have to give them a bone, give them some ideas, help them out. Yeah. 
ask what else, mm-hmm. and then just pivot. Who are three people? And it's a specific number. Yeah. I ask, who are three people mm-hmm. at your level? I may even say in your phone mm-hmm. that I should meet. Yeah. Because we want to contact. They're going to come from here. They're not yeah. coming anywhere else. True. True. And people have contacts. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to say, uh, have you uh, worked with Tom James? Because I, I think it'd be good if you could help them uh, with the, with that because I met some on LinkedIn <laughs> and I've I've got that uh, I've got that uh, sales uh, malpractice for some of them. <laughs> it's uh, well, actually, I, it was like probably I was there for thirteen years. Was right out of college. Mm-hmm. Been about maybe fifteen years since there. Most of what I'm doing is a derivative from them. Okay. And, and actually, I, I sold books door to door for six years. That's where I really cut my teeth selling. Gotcha. Um, well, they need, the, if the newer generation needs you, they really do. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, but I make sure I put it in context. I learned most of this from them or that, yeah. that's, that's, that's where it came from. So I don't put the cart before the horse. Great organization, but also there's younger people and they just got to figure it out. Probably, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that's maybe what it was. Yeah, it could, it could, there were younger people. That is true. And then also it probably, it may be some people that's not teaching it, even the newer manager trainers are maybe not teaching that. And so, but they need to go back to it because, you know, what you're saying is excellent uh, and they just uh, uh, need it. Uh, but back to the referrals. So the referrals is one that uh, you'll, you'll just ask the what is it that you like about it? That's the bucket. And then you're going to come back and say, so, okay, what, oh, based upon what you like, uh, who are the three people that can benefit from that same whatever it is? Bingo. Got it. Okay. Yep. Now I could throw out another idea that makes referrals that much more valuable. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I don't count a referral unless there's a silver bullet attached to it. Okay. Now, look at it from, you've been referred to people, I've been great people, mm-hmm. but you can't see them. A name and a number is not enough. We're too busy. Right. A silver bullet gets through that. Now, a silver bullet is based on something that I know that an average Joe on the street doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to draft off of their relationship mm-hmm. onto that first call, mm-hmm. into that first meeting. Mm-hmm. And let's just say um, you referred me to Bill Anderson. We'll use that name. Mm-hmm. And I'd ask some questions, well, how long have you known him? Where does he work? Just some general questions. Yeah. And then I'll say, hey, just curious, what type of decision maker is Bill? Is he a numbers guy? Is he a driver? Is he a talker? That's good information. Yeah, because it's it personality. You, bingo. It forces yeah. you to think about him. Yeah. Then I, that's, and that, that's question is kind of a pivot in my mind or a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a jump zone. Mm-hmm. or starting point that I'm asking for referrals. I'm getting a silver bullet. I'm going to be mm-hmm. intentional because there's mm-hmm. nothing passive about referrals. Yeah. I'd say, wait, what do you respect most about Bill? Mm-hmm. Great question. Mm-hmm. And you look at him, there's, well, now I got to think about Bill. Yeah. I want you thinking about Bill. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that uh, Bill says he's a you know, great family guy, mm-hmm. great worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are some live uh, uh, silver bullets, uh, very productive, works at the same level. He's not a meathead. Okay. Those were actual silver bullets I got from a client. His name was Aaron. Yeah. Left a message for Aaron saying, hey, Aaron, it's Joe Palo. Uh, Bill mentioned your name. Don't want you racking your brain trying to figure out uh, who I am we haven't met yet. Bill said you're not a meathead. 612-805-7576. That's it. Right. That's what a silver bullet does. Yeah. But I, but I think, too, what you just did there when you offered that, 
it made the one you call chuckle. Yes. And so, so it let down a guard and he, and then it also is a compliment, but also made him chuckle. So then it motivated him to, to call you. It's, it's a relationship. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm being myself. I'm not yeah. being robotic. Yeah. Um, and, and with that, Aaron called within 15 minutes to leave that message. Mm-hmm. Became a client, good friend. He is a meathead. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the example of a silver bullet. Yeah. If I'm going to go through the trouble of getting a name, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a silver bullet because it blows up my ratios. Yeah. I'm going to okay. see that person. I'm going to have that call. I'm going to have mm-hmm. that meeting. And odds are they're going to be a client. Awesome. Joe, look, man, I've enjoyed this, but I, I, we, we, we've got to wrap up. This, I could go on because I can ask a lot of questions, but this has really been golden for, for me. I've gotten so much. I hope my audience, I, I hope y'all have gotten these, especially if you're a sales or business owner. Joe, explain to people, can you explain to people that everybody's in sales? Well, absolutely. It's, you're raising kids. You got to sell your kids on cleaning the room. If you're, you know, your spouse, we got to sell them on everything. I mean, yeah, right. It's a communication. And maybe it's a principle that I learned years ago back on, on the book field. Mm-hmm. It's the old cliche. If you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sales. Yeah. If exactly. I help them, if they tell me the problem and why it's there and I have an answer, that's it. Yeah. I was on a podcast, uh, an interview and, um, uh, the lady said, uh, some of the, uh, we, we kind of talk about everybody's a sales. She says, some of the greatest salespeople is, ch- is children. Said, if they want something, they won't yeah. stop. <laughs> I got four. They're good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would not stop. <laughs> well, Joe, look, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing your insights, your wisdom, uh, and everything. I want you to uh, give us some final thoughts. And then tell the people how they can find you. Tell them also about your download and also about your book. Sure. Uh, the final thoughts are it really is the importance of the relationship. Too many people logically sell. I'm not going to teach, speak, coach, or train until I get you emotionally engaged and say what you want and why it's important. Just by your voice doing that, I've earned the right to ask the, ask the next step. Um, my book will be out uh, August 1st, How to Sell Nothing, The Logical Way to Make a Sale. My website is sellnothing.co, not .com. Couldn't afford the M. Uh, .com was taken. Sellnothing.com was taken. So sellnothing.co. And then the download uh, is convertsalesfaster.com. Convertsalesfaster.com. That's the printout of that earning system where I walk you through that. Okay. And I recommend printing it out putting it by your keyboard. And when you're on the calls, walk them through. It's designed so we can go out of order, but at least keep you somewhat on track. And the one thing, big piece is interpret back what they just said. Watch the reaction when you do that. And, and when's the book coming out again? August 1st. August 1st. Okay. All right. Then. Uh, so everyone that's listening, uh, Joe and I are going to coordinate. I'm going to try to coordinate with him about getting this out during that time about the book so people can hear about the book. Uh, Joe, again, I, I really appreciate you. When this episode does come out, uh, my audience, do us a favor. Please download it, share it, like it, connect with Joe, let Joe know, uh, and let me know if you connect with Joe. Say, I heard you on Troy Talks podcast. Uh, Joe has, has not really been on social media. 
Uh, so so y'all y'all got to really connect with Joe and help Joe get his book out and help him uh, to uh, connect and get his social media blowing up, especially with the people who are reading this book and enjoying this book. Uh, everyone, uh, Joe, again, thank you so much. Uh, everybody that's listening to this, do us a favor again. Uh, please share. Uh, don't keep us a secret. Don't keep this podcast a se- secret uh, <clears throat> and really uh, download it and uh, and give us a review. We would love the constructive criticism. Uh, again, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for everybody, what you've done and what you're doing. Uh, Joe, again, thank you. Uh, everyone, have a, you're welcome. Everyone, have a great day. It was fun.